Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host. Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. I change everybody's names. You could email me from a phony email. You could call me from a phony number. I just want to hear your real story. If you have a real interesting story that you want to share while remaining anonymous on my show, you could either send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on Be on the Show. You could also DM me on Instagram or Twitter. Um, I also have a confessions hotline. If you have a naughty confession that you just want to leave and get off your back, you could call my confessions hotline, and you could call that number 24-7. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. Now, you could call that number 24-7. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need longer, just hang up and call back again. But make sure you're in a quiet place. Half of the uh, confessions that are left, I can't even understand a word someone is saying. So do that. Um, now, I have uh, a Discord channel now that's attached to my Patreon. If you want to be a member of my uh, Patreon, you get access to my Discord channel as well as anonymous picks of mostly all of my guests. It's super fun over there because I do have this Discord channel and people are getting very naughty inside that Discord channel. You could get access to all of that just for $5 a month and you could cancel at any time and come back at any time. It's all good. That's all going down at patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now all of that information I just gave you is in the description. Now today for Gay Pride Month, I have on Cole and Hunter from the Maverick Men. Now listen, if you don't know who they are, I don't know what's wrong with you because they're really fucking pretty famous in the gay porn world. Many, many years ago before anyone was doing any kind of posting uh, their sex life on tape online, they were doing it and they rose to the top. They were like the fucking number one X-Tube guys on there. They talk about how they went from just posting to making this a big business. Now, if you don't know them, you're going to want to fucking Google them, okay? If you do know them, you're going to love this interview. I spoke with them very early on in my podcasting career. They were like probably like my 20th episode, but I decided to have them back on because that was a long time ago and I wanted to catch up with them. They were very ahead of the time. Like I said, they were posting videos and making money on them having sex like everyone's doing now on OnlyFans. They were doing it like 10 years ago or 11 years ago. 
uh, and they were very successful right from the get-go. And when you see your con- their content, you're going to know why. I mean, they just have this formula. Like, they're two hot guys. They happen to be in love. They have a great relationship. They have been together for a really long time, but they also have an open relationship, and they fuck hot guys, and they're hot too. And then they film it, and uh, it's all there for you to see. They have two different sites, maverickmen.com, where they post all their videos of them with other guys. And then they just started doing something new, a couple years back, and it's called Maverick Men Direct, where they are directing other guys doing stuff. They fucked couples, they fucked women. We talk all about that and why some people had a problem with it. We talk about how they met, how they decided to open up their relationship, how they started having threesomes, how they started posting it, how they became successful. They did talk about a new development in the relationship, which was something that they haven't spoken about, which was super exciting. But mostly we talk about their rules and regulations, how they opened up their relationship, how open they've been to their families about what they do, their vetting process for guys, you know, because people find them, they fuck their audience, you know, like that's what they're doing on their videos. They talk about how they stay safe, their testing system, who they won't be with. It's not so easy to just like sleep with them. You know, they talk about how difficult it is and what they're not looking for and what they won't do. They're out and proud. They only have people on who are out and proud. So after listening to them and after seeing their content, if you want to be on, you can email them. Uh, They take submissions. That email address and all their links to all their stuff will be in the description but you're going to love their story they're super cool their name's a colon hunter i'm going to be right back on with colon hunter so i'm going to be right back on with colon hunter this is the strictly anonymous podcast Hi, Cole and Hunter. Welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast. I think i have Cole now and Hunter's coming in a little bit, right? Yeah, he just walked in the room. He's here yeah, now. Hi, Kathy. Hi. Hi. Long so, time no chat. I know. Listen, Maverick, the Maverick men were on my show, okay, so many years ago, like right when I first started, and I had a co-host named Tommy. He owned the Ritz Bar. He turned me on to you guys because you guys are like a hot gay couple that was making money off of sex videos before anybody was fucking doing it. You guys were very ahead of the time, okay, because now everybody's doing what you guys are doing. But you were super successful even back then, like eight or nine years ago. You guys were like my first interview that I ever did without my co-host. I remember being so nervous. I felt like the interview sucked. I don't remember anything that we talked about. So I'm like, I should get you guys back on and get your story. You are a gay couple who have been in love and together for a really long time. And I'm going to get like your whole backstory. But what you guys do on your videos is you like bring in other guys and you both like double team them, right? Like it's just tons of gay porn threesomes. Like that's what you guys have been doing this whole eight years that I haven't spoken. You're still doing the same thing, correct? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We at this point, <clears throat> at this point, I, I'd say we both have a a double phd in three-way sex so we're, <laughs> we're really we're really confident in our approach when it comes to that that's for sure yeah it's it's pretty easy pretty fun we actually even launched a second site because maverickman.com was so successful that um our business partners were like why aren't you doing another site so we thought long and hard about it but on bump and we came up with uh maverickmendirects.com where we're you know, just basically as, as the title says, we're directing everything and we're behind the scenes. Oh. Of course, we'll jump in every now and then if something gets, you know, slow or 
we get super excited. But in general, uh, it's us directing. Two guys. So we have the two sites. Yep. Oh, interesting. How long have you been doing that site? When do we launch? Uh, direct? Uh, direct launched about five years after uh, Maverickman. So in total, Maverickman's been live since 2009 and directs, you know, came a little later after that, I think 2015, 2014, maybe. Well, well even yeah. when I spoke with you guys, I think I probably spoke with you maybe in like 2011. You know, that's only two years in and you guys were very big back then. I remember that. Right. I mean, like how, you guys became popular super quick. Yeah, it, it was nuts. We um we we launched on it's a, a point site that's gone now, Xtube, and we were the number one most viewed, uh, got the most views, most clicks in the history of Xtube, and they reached out and um, they were like, "Well, you guys are giving away your content for free. Why don't you start selling it?" So we started. We did it in the pay per view area, and we were just blown away at how many people were really interested in buying the porn. So um, then after that, uh, we got an offer from OLB Media to go into a partnership with them. And that's when we lost, we uh, launched Maverickman. Yeah, that's major. I mean, like I said, you're very ahead of the time because now everybody has an OnlyFans and everyone's producing their own porn. Yeah. But you guys were did it back then and were successful. It's I feel like the same way with podcasts because I got in like really early. I'm super glad because I think it's harder now for certain people to become big in that world because it's so saturated. But you guys were there. Yeah. I think you were probably uh, the first doing what you were doing. I mean, it's like amateur stuff, which I, to me is always hotter right because you guys are a real couple and you really like to fuck and you're fucking real guys now it's produced and everything but it is like it was like amateur porn right it's like the real your real life do you want to know what we haven't changed a thing because yeah. we figured the formula works yeah we film it we film it the same way the only difference now is we don't buy um you know a special camera with a special like a lens because the new iPhones are so amazing that we just use our iphone for everything it's so much easier but we do we do it we can't we kind of like have the same formula and it works for us because it's a, a natural flow we're both pretty much primarily tops and uh every now and then we like to get someone to bottom for us and it's just it, it's been working out great yeah, so let's get that story, your guy's story. I mean, because you guys have been together since you've been doing this porn, but how long before that did you guys meet up and how did you wind up opening up your relationship? Shit, um, honey, you so want to take that we've one? Been, we've been together, um, you know, we've been together maybe for about three or four years, I think before we started posting on X2, it seems like, um, you know, and like Cole said, we, we started doing that for fun, um, just documenting us together and then pretty soon bringing a third in. And I think, I don't know, we've always, I guess we've always been, you know, early on we had the conversation and, you know, fortunately we were able to be honest with each other. So we, we both decided that an open relationship was, where we wanted to be and um open relationship with rules and then we we um started doing that started sharing that on x you know through a through just a free channel and then that's what's really you know, kind of brought a lot of the attention i think it also kind of encouraged us to just keep going and 
and sharing that openness. Um, but yeah, pretty much from the beginning, it's it, our relationship has been open. Now, were you guys in other monogamous relationships, or were you both always in uh, open relationships before you met each other? Yeah, no, we we're both. Yeah, we we're both in. Um... Both previously had monogamous relationships, yeah. Oh, okay. So you went into the, but so who was the one that was like, hey, listen, like, let's not, like, let's do it different. Do you remember? Yeah, that would, yep, that would be me. I, I remember saying to him at some point, you know, we, we really connected and we really hit it off. So we kind of really wanted to just be real with each other. And, you know, I, I said to him, I was, you're young. I'm young, do, you know, do you, is my dick the only dick you want to have for the next fucking 50 years? <laughs> right, right. And he was, you know, he was like, at first he said, yep. And then, you know, we started to think about it and get real about it. And we realized that it was not practical. And we looked at the vast majority of our friends that were in uh, relationships that were supposed to be monogamous. But the truth of the matter is they're all, they were fucking around on each other all the time. And it was causing so much drama and strife that we decided to just be real about it. And, um, you know, tackle it as we went along with everything that comes along with it, like jealousy and security and, you know, and hot fun. You, you really have to communicate. That's, yeah, that's what we did. We beat everything to death when it's when we have an issue or a, a drama or something going on. We really talk it out until we both understand where each other is coming from. And then we decide, you know, how we want to proceed. Yeah, but that's like the key right there. You know, talking it out, like you said, beating it to death. You're you're that you're that couple. That's how you guys are wired. And that's really what makes you successful. I've talked to many open relationship people, not just, you know, gay men, but couples. Um, and typically the ones that are the most successful are the ones that do talk about everything and over talk. I mean, anytime there is a slight jealousy or something, because it will come up, especially in the beginning. Right. You have to feel comfortable enough to talk because then that builds the trust and that's only going to help your relationship moving forward. Now I know somebody mentioned the rules that you had in the beginning. Like what were those rules that you guys came up with? Um, the rules at the time were, you know, so funny how th things change a little bit. Um, no sleepovers in, in someone else's house, no dates, nothing romantic, no cards, uh, um, and even at first there was no kissing. <laughs> That's always a, a first rule that goes out the window though. <laughs> yeah. 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 We used to have little s signals for each other for fooling around with someone. If we were, you know, getting jealous or didn't like what was going on, we didn't want to make the third person feel uncomfortable. So we had these uh, private little signals between each other to let us know that we needed to stop or take a break and have a discussion on the side or something. And yeah, it was a, a work progress my background is psychology i have a master's in psychological studies so at that time it came in you know really handy and how to tackle and navigate these things and so far it's been amazing the only negatives that i could think of is um coming up with ideas for the videos <laughs> like that's the hardest part and, yeah, <laughs> yeah it is hard the that's good the titles of the videos yeah so, <laughs> We're at a place now, I, I don't know what the total is, but I think we're at like 600 scenes on our site at this point that are all exclusive to Maverick Men. And you suck! And that's, 600! And that's <laughs> just the scenes that are published. I mean, we definitely still have, you know, recreational sex with, with others and whatever. So, but yeah, it, it's, um, 
we like I said, like I said, the double PhD thing in three way is not far off. I think I think we've earned <laughs> it by now. Now, where did let's talk about the process of how you would find your guys? Because at first you were doing it for fun, right? You're bringing a guy in. You had this thing where you guys were playing together, right? Your open relationship. You start fucking other guys, having threesomes. When do you decide to start? filming them and then after that like how did you start finding the guys to be on air good news strictly anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show so if you lead an interesting naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous if you're out and proud that's cool too send me an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com that's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Um, so, you know, the, the, that's the truth is with, you know, as far as finding people, the reality is, is they find us. Yeah. And you know, certainly with the launch of that XTube page and the, the numerous messages that we just kept getting and getting, we realized that you know, we have this stream of people that are coming forward that want to be a part of this like art project, basically. And and we were interviewed once by a publication in, in Canada, I can't in Montreal, I can't remember the name of it. But the title of the piece was, you know, by the people for the people. And so that's kind of been a mentality for us in in how we pursue what we do is, you know, these these guys and some girls are coming forward and want to be a part of what we're doing. And so, you know, we, we talk it over and we, we often FaceTime first to see what's going on. And, you know, they've been fans for some time, so they know what we're about. And then, you know, we, we make a decision to come together, but as far as, you know, us searching out for people, it's generally always the case that they find out. Yeah. We don't have to do it anymore. Really. We, we, also have a model submission site on maverickman.com where you can drop all your pitches and information and stuff like that. But in general, um, people just hit us up on the apps and on Twitter. We have a, a really popular Twitter. Uh, it's at the Maverickman, And we have a really a good rabid fan base there. And they let us know what they want to see and how they, how we do it. And it's, it's really been a, a constant fan-based site to be honest we we respond to what people tell us they like and it just happens to coincide with what we're into it's, it's been it's like a perfect storm guys are kind of simple don't you think i mean i a lot of times i yep. tell my straight guy friends i'm like you'd be so much happier if you were gay you know what i mean because you're just like <laughs> on the same fucking level like you're they're being cock blocked by women all the time you know like i just think it's a lot easier when a guy is dealing with guys you're right you're just the same yeah, for sure. I'll say one thing that I've learned after doing this for many years and fooling around and, you know, being a, um, I don't know, a, a sexually active man that, that likes to play around. The one thing that I've come to realize that everyone gets turned on by is confidence. 
it's it's if you exude an air of confidence it doesn't matter what you look like honestly i've seen it i've i've seen it a million times someone that can you know put their confidence forth even if they have to fake it till they make it at first totally that makes for a really amazing sex life yeah, for sure. It's no different than why we all love rock stars or anybody in positions of power. Like, I remember going to see Rush concert and like, you know, Getty Lee was probably on a scale of one to ten, a two. But I was like, wanted to fuck him after the concert because like, <laughs> there he is on stage. You know what I mean? I think it's why we love celebrities, right? It's the same. It's like that yeah. that thing that it's like some sort of air about somebody that could change the make them look better or make them more appealing or make you want to fuck them for whatever reason. It's it's a it's a vibe. It does have to be strictly looks for sure no i totally get that i mean looks looks definitely help but yeah, yeah. If you there's there have been a lot of people that you know that are unconventionally to me unconventionally attractive mm-hmm. for different uh like what, what i used to say oh tony soprano right <laughs> we would definitely do a video with tony soprano yeah i mean he's de- absolutely someone that we would not on average you know, look at in the street and say, oh, let's have sex with that guy. But just his air of confidence and his, I don't know, his subtle swagger and stuff like that. And what's that rapper that I fucking love? I keep forgetting his name. Nas. I love little Nas. I love, I think he's just so sexy and cute, but I just love his confidence and his swagger. He's really cute. So when it comes to like guys that you guys are going to hook up with, do you have similar tastes? So you're always agreeing or is there times where you don't agree? I mean, how does that vetting process go? Uh, uh, we do. We, we both have similar tastes. Um, I'd say we match what? Not 85% of the time we're, we're into this, you know, same mm-hmm. idea. Same yeah. Yeah, it's about there. I mean, I guess there's a little bit of difference, but for the most part, we have the same tastes. So anyone could go onto your website and fill out a form if they want to have sex with you. Like, that's the that's the way that people could do it. That's the way your fans find you is, is through well, that form? No, it's not a guaranteed route to have sex with us. I mean, the yeah. chemistry has to be there. The yeah, attraction yeah. has to be there. Um, they have to be there for the right reasons. Like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that we... The process is takes longer than you would imagine interesting we want to make sure Uh that we're not taking advantage of anyone we want to make sure the person is not on drugs we want to make sure they're not you know in a breakup and want to get revenge we want to make sure you know a million things we we want to make sure that they're ready and into it uh now it's different because it seems like everyone and their mother is doing like only fans and just for fans and i don't think it's the taboo it used to be so it's kind of a brave new world. The the amount of people that are now hitting us up now that want to collaborate and stuff like that for their for their own thing is just it's mind blowing. So it's different now. It, it's in a good way. Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. Now you mentioned something about women. You're like a you know whether the men or the women. I mean, do you get hit up by women or couples as well? It, uh, we've had we've had a pretty good. We have a, such a weird fan base. When, when I say weird, I mean it in the best way. Yeah. We have, you know, clearly a ton of gay men. We also have lesbians that love to watch us and straight women and even, you know, straight men. A, a big swath of bisexual viewers as well. So it's been it's been pretty wild. Like we just we have two videos uh, 
with this girl that was the boyfriend of a guy that so her and her boy the story is her and her boyfriend would watch our videos together they're both coming into their own as being bi and he she said to him i would love to see you getting fucked by another guy and these guys would be great and they live in the same city as us and but i want them to fuck me too and so anyway they emailed us and she said hey i'll let you fuck my hot boyfriend if you fuck me after and we thought you know we thought about it and we had both you know our whole when we were growing up we both had, had sex with men and women i mean we, that's another thing that we're both kind of we're in the same headspace together whereas <clears throat> it doesn't it doesn't really matter what your plumbing is. I don't know how to describe that. It's more about if there's an attraction there that matches up with the personality. And if, if, you know, if you click it, it we've discovered that it's n really not about your gender. That's interesting. It really isn't. Mm -hmm. uh, so we thought that, like, you know, let's, if, since we fooled around with plenty of women in our lives, growing up and in our teen years and in our 20s and stuff and we fooled around with a couple of women off camera when we were living first dating and stuff like that um since we got so many bi people hitting us up all the time begging us to do it we said what the hell yeah so we did our first bi video and um a ton of new traffic of course we get we did get a few uh diehard guys that are like ew don't do that and you know but Oh, because you were with I, I women, you mean? Like, don't, yeah, but I'm like, of all the people in the world, gay men should not be prejudiced or saying ew to, you know, because we've been so oppressed and harassed oh, for so many years yeah. for our sex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, fuck you. If you don't like it, don't watch it. We we are going to do what our heart tells us to do and what our dick tells us to do. So we're not, if you're a guy, great. If you're a girl, great it doesn't matter to us i mean obviously clearly we're we're gay and we prefer men but there are so many women out there that are just hot and fun and nice and trans uh ftm and just so many different things out there i don't think people should should um you know just opt for one gender i think it should be what's the word fluid gender fluid yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know eating from the whole salad bar yeah you know why limit yourself and it is, you know, you know, from 10 years ago, certainly it is, it is a brave and broad new world, you know, like Cole was saying, like, just the bisexual conversation and the fact that, you know, programming as people are raised now and growing up and conversations are having in high school and such, like, people are more open to understanding that they could be bisexual and it's, it's a infinitely less of a taboo thing to have sex with someone of the same sex and so it's just it's an exciting um you know montage of everything now that certainly than it was you know 10 years ago and i think it's the smart thing to do as well i think <clears throat> you know less people are going to be fucking uptight about gay people less people are going to totally. be you know yeah it's and the more you open yourself up to at least thinking about the possibility of you know exploring other the other gender and the, the better you're going to be in the long run it's that whole taboo and you know we're we're kind of like squashing the taboo as you should i always say like a lot of times i get 
guys on my show, you know, I, I my show is called Strictly Anonymous because I, I typically I'm talking to people who are making up phony names and I'm changing their voices and they're telling me their secret lives that they have that they haven't told anybody else, you know, and I, I can't tell you how many guys I'm talking to. They're cheating. They're sucking dick on the side. And it's always yeah. like, a, but I'm not gay. And I'm like, but what yeah. like, what does it matter if you were like, why is gay like, why is there still such a stigma around right. that? It's, Do you know what I mean? It's like it's it, so gross. What's the what's the fucking problem? But what this is what I want to know. Why? Because like trans people are so much more accepted. I'm like, who's the PR person for the transgender community? Like, why do the gay men not have that? Why do you is know it something, yeah. Kathy? When you break it down, yeah. If you break it down to to its base, yeah, it's misogyny. Right. Because right. what is it that a, that a homophobic, heterosexual man, what is it that he has such a big problem with a gay guy, a guy sucking a dick? He doesn't want to be perceived as a woman. That's right. what it really it's ultimately like you're not comes a man. down to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's pathetic. Yeah. It's pathetic that I would say you think, do you think so little of women? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, you oh, know, yeah. You associate yeah. a man that acts like you know, because he has sex with another man. So that kind of makes him sort of like a woman. Yeah. And so like, so, and women what? are so bad. Yeah, you're right. It yeah, does well, all come back. Yeah. 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 It, it absolutely does. It's just kind of gross and silly. And, but like I said, I really, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I see it, it changing now in a great way as far as sexuality. I mean, I've, I've had these guys that i've met that are you you know never in a million years you have ever think that they're gay they're just like these big tatted up you know ex-cons yeah. that are fine you know they're talking about you know getting head from a guy or sucking dick or getting fucked and it's like mind-blowing it wasn't just 15 20 years ago i would never would have imagined that you know one of the goombas from my old neighborhood <laughs> would cop to uh, it right yeah yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Amazing. I have a son, you know, and he's seven and we go to all the movies and we watch all the kids shows and there's every kind of uh, gender and sexual identity being uh, portrayed in all of the shows. And I think it's great because it just is the world he's growing up in. You don't even have to even have conversation because it just is. And that's the way it should be. It's no different than them showing heavier people in magazines and all this stuff. You know, like everyone gets to yeah. feel like they are represented and they have other yeah. people like them and they are valid and i think that that's super important um so i think yeah. it's great that you guys fuck women too you're always ahead of the time like it's on trend you're not doing it to be on trend but that's where our world is going to more so anyway and i just feel like anyone that's holding on to those old sort of paradigms are just going to be left in the dust so fuck yeah. them if they don't like to see you fuck women like you're just just doing what you're doing i know that cole had told me uh, before we got on the phone that you guys did a whole series called what was it the popping of the cherry like what was that oh yeah virgin yeah virgin cherry pop videos what was that all that about? was one of the lines what were these guys like virgin uh you know on film or virgin never been with a guy like what was it all about what, what does the virgin um, mean it, well for for some reason we we ended up um meeting three different like the from the very first videos three different guys that saw us on x2 that didn't had never had sex with a guy before and they wanted to have sex with us on camera for the first time so we were like what are we you know you're a virgin we'll, we'll call it the virgin cherry pop videos and it just went crazy it went viral from there and then we launched um the blue collar videos and the jock fucker videos but the virgin oh. cherry pop videos were 
the most interesting. I, I, I personally don't like to really do the Virgin Shop, Virgin Cherry Pop videos anymore because it's just so much work. Well, let me tell you too, the reality is, is it, it's harder to find virgins now. No I was going to say, no yeah. virgin anymore. Exactly. Know? I was going to say, like, who were those guys? Like, were they bisexual men or were they married men that were previously married? No, were they we don't guy, young them. guys? We don't fuck around with cheaters or okay. married men. Mm -hmm. I don't, we always say, like, I have a, a huge family and I always say, I, I, just the idea of my, like, my sister's husband yeah. go, you know, sucking dick on the side mm -hmm. and, you know, cheating on her without, you know, so we don't, we don't like that. We don't, the whole DL thing is not our. You, you're right. But just to be clear, we, we have had a, no, a number of experiences where, the partner has been lent to us. Oh yeah, right. That's like, what I was about to say. Has been given, and that's perfectly fine. We right. love that. In fact, that's yeah. Exciting. No, absolutely. If you're, if you're, if you say, "Oh, I want my husband wants, you know, me to come over and get fucked by you guys," and I'm like, "Okay, as long as you're, you're, you know, it's husband consensual, says it's okay. right?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The cons whole consensual thing. Then we're we're all about it. But the DL guys that hit us up on the apps with no you know, with their head cropped out and, you know, that wanting to fuck around on behind their wife's back. That's to me, that's a turn off. I don't care for that at all. Yeah. And that's a part of that vetting process. Like you say, it takes longer because you don't want to get involved in any of that kind of nonsense. Yeah. Who wants that drama? Well, not to mention, I mean, you know, there, there's a reality of we're producing content to post and share with many people and it's an individual <laughs> yeah. DL. Yeah, they're yeah. just gonna freak out once it gets posted, and it's just gonna get messy. So yeah, we just avoid that. All yeah, time. we get tons of guys saying all the time, you know, can can we not show my face? Can we not show my? And I'm like, the reality is not that's not our thing. The whole point is we want you to be a maverick. In the meaning of the maverick is that you know you you work outside the box. Right. You're not you know you're not the same as the rest of the pack. You want to be different, and we feel like being out there is being honest. Will we do mass videos? Sure. If your body is like incredible and <laughs> you're super hot, and, right? You know, once in a while, I usually <laughs> just do them on Halloween. Oh, that's hilarious, right? You'll save those guys for Halloween because you still you yeah. really want to fuck them, but you're typically no masks. That's funny. Yeah, we because to me, your face is really the the portal of sexuality. I just, I I can I remember we went to was it the Brooklyn Sex Museum or the Bronx Sex Museum? Um, there's New a York? sex museum in New York that we went to. Yeah, we went there. Sex, and I remember, yeah. They, yeah, they had this one cool little um, art installation, and someone had just filmed close-up face videos of people having orgasms, and you could only see the face you know, from the bottom of their chin to the top of their head, and it was just like a loop of back-to-back -back, uh, people having orgasms and. Uh, to, that's when I realized I'm like, I love looking at a person's face. I cannot have sex with someone if I, if I can't see their face. I mean, yeah. a face, the face is it for me. No, I agree. We did, we did a, we actually did a, for Halloween, we <laughs> shot a video with this super hot guy that was in a full on Spider-Man oh, Spider suit. It's called Superhero and, Hole. And I still remember it. <laughs> doing like I, we've had sex with this guy plenty of times he's super hot we have you know his great connection whatever but even all that aside i was having trouble in the scene 
because I'm looking down at Spider-Man's face and it just, <laughs> I don't know, it just wasn't, you know what I mean? There yeah. was just, there, there was no tell there. I don't know. Yeah. It, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. I yeah. Mean, we we got to see the face. The face is, is, is def- absolutely key. So if you're, if you're listening to this and you considering being in a video, if you don't want to show your face, not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And is that why kissing went out the window? I mean, like some of those rules you said you used to have them early on and they're not there anymore. No kissing is not involved anymore, right? I mean, that goes down. Yeah, we, we've, as our, our what's the word, security, not yeah, insecurity. Because I, mean, I think initially the idea of kissing someone else is something that could potentially lead to, you know, feelings of love or whatever. And we're not, you know, not that there's anything wrong with polyamorous relationship, that's just not for us. And so... I think initially that was, um, you know, it seemed like it might be a threat, but I think we both just realized that it's just the connection point to, for many people to their dicks or to their, you know, their genitals otherwise. And so, you know, kissing kind of needs to be on the table for what we do. Right. Yeah. Kissing, exactly. I think, is hot. It, it doesn't have to be romantic, but I get a lo- that's a lot of time on people's list in the beginning. And a lot of times that's one of the first rules to go out. Like, like you guys said, once you have more security in that, it, it tends right. to be on the table in the beginning. Are you guys married by any chance now? Or I mean, you've been together no, forever. You know, we're engaged. I haven't, I haven't really um, announced it yet. So you're the first oh, one to know. We, congratulations. Uh, when did you get engaged? How you. long ago? He just gave me a, a ring. Um, you but, know, it was right. It was right at the beginning of pandemic. We were on a cruise. It was February of 2020 and we were on a cruise oh my god the the death pool you were on (laughs) yeah exactly like honestly had it been a week later i don't know that they would have allowed the boat back into port that's true it was definitely at that point um and so we did it then and it was wonderful and then we've just both had what you're gonna skim over it he was so romantic and secretive about it so we were on this big cruise ship, and where were we? Where were you? So we were in the islands, but ultimately I booked a, a private boat with the captain. We went to St. John, and I surprised him with a ring there, and then we found this really great restaurant, and we sat. Yeah, it was. I got to tell the restaurant yeah. thing. So, we, so we're out in the boat all day, just the two of us. We have a little picnic on a little private beach. The captain was this hot, really nice guy, and he just he knew what was going on, and um, – uh, Hunter had bought me a, a really beautiful Cartier wedding band that he had been hanging on to and he'd been hiding in. I, I honestly was oblivious to it all. And we're swimming and then uh, the captain says, oh, I know this uh, really uh, posh little restaurant on this island that used to be a pirate island and they're building this little hotel. And I and I said, yeah, let's go there. So we pull up in the boat and we we get seated and they knew who they knew who we were. They're like, oh, we're expecting you. And I didn't think anything of it at that time. Oh. But as they sat down, I'm like, how can he know? So then um, we're, we order lunch and um, out comes a, a, a bottle of Veuve Clicquot, Clicquot uh-huh. champagne. Uh-huh. And we drink it. And then I'm drinking my glass. And I noticed in the bottom of the glass was a wedding band. And I took it out. And then as I did it, he laughed and he knelt down. And then the he proposed to me right there and the entire restaurant, which Aww. really shocked me, all stood up and started applauding. Oh, like that's two amazing. Minutes. It was, yeah. I, I mean, I got a tear in my eye. It was just, 
and, and all and everyone there was pretty much straight as far as we could see and yeah, yeah, they yeah. walked by the table and they said congratulations and it was just so nice it was so nice did you get that film on film I, yeah i took a ton of photos and a couple of clips but um yeah, we haven't really shared it with anyone. This is the first time we're even talking about it. And so, listen, if that was in the beginning of COVID, it's been a while. You guys have been engaged for a couple of years. You haven't told anybody. How come? Uh, no, we've told people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Not like publicly. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't tweeted about it. Right. Do they uh, see the ring on is... your finger? Uh, no one's no one said anything yet about it. So, yeah. Now, do your family, your family knows you're engaged, but do they know what you do? Yeah. Yeah, my whole family pretty much no. I, I mean, at this point, they all do. My nephews and nieces, uh, aunts, uncles, brothers and sisters. Even my mother knew about it before she passed away. We we uh, lost both of our parents in the past um, two years. Uh, and that so that is and that's exactly why we're not we officially married. Yeah. In a period of less than two years, we both lost our mothers, and it just totally brought us to our knees, and it just kind of. As you can imagine, you know, in terms of mojo and wanting to produce content, like it really just kind of fouled us up and we're finally getting the wheels turning again and yeah. getting back to our track with things. And we have some dear friends in Miami that we're talking with, maybe hosting a, a small ceremony there. I don't know. We're still trying to figure it out. Oh, that makes sense then. Right. Right. So that's what derailed you. That's why it's been a while. But yeah, yeah it really kicked both of our asses. We we were he and I are just, we're super lucky to have had no, we're total amazing mothers. mothers I love just... hearing that as a mom, like, you know, cause I have a son. And so when I hear people talking about their moms, you know, like I just always love that kind of bond because that's what you want to have with your child. And so when you hear For men sure. talking about yeah. their moms like that, it like warms my heart because I want my son to feel that same way. You know, it's like amazing that you, you had, you had those bonds and you guys are lucky that you did have close bonds. I mean, when you guys oh came God, out to yeah. your parents, like they were, do you guys both have a, an easy go of? that i'm i'm older than hunter um so i had a little bit of a i had a really actually a, a tough time coming out to my family for probably it took them like six months to wrap their head around it and then except for my mother she at first she was totally surprised um and then you know after like a week she was she was like f fine with it and she really wanted to dialogue with me about it. And at the time it was like really when AIDS was killing everyone and I'd lost a, a, a big swath of my closest friends and had gone to a million funerals and stuff. And my mother saw all that was going on. So she was terrified for me. And she, so she took it upon herself to become my friend. And after, at that point, we had these really amazing conversations about everything and you know, we opened a new chapter in our life where, you know, we respected each other, not only as mother and son, but as friends as well. So it, it almost really... brought you closer in a way. Oh, it definitely did. Yeah, that's it amazing. I keep forgetting who I'm talking to. It's Cole and Hunter, right? Cole. Hunter. Yeah. But Hunter in the background, when you came out, how was, was your experience like with your family? Yeah. You know, I came out a bit later. So you know, I, <laughs> I have, first of all, my family doesn't know what we do. My family's all Mormon for the most part. You're and kidding. So I yeah, so I was born and raised in Utah, born and raised Mormon, uh, went to seminary for four years, and 
I applied to one school. Are you sure you want everyone to know all that? Boston University. And fortunately, I got accepted. <laughs> and that got me the hell out of Utah. And that's when I ended up meeting Cole. And so I actually didn't really come out to my parents until I was close to 30. Wow. Um, but I did that with Cole's support. And, you know, both my parents are totally supportive. And I have a mother, a father, a stepmother. And they all just completely adore him. I'm an only child. Um, and so it, it wasn't, it was, it was hard because I put distance, I put thousands of miles between us for about 10 years before, you know, doing it. So it was hard in that sense. But, um, when it finally happened, uh, it, you know, it, it's, it's been wonderful ever since. Yeah. When I met both of his parents separately, different times, and I was like, dude, you have nothing to worry about. Your parents are so fucking cool. And they're, you don't realize it, but they both have had very good close gay friends and you know all of the stuff was just all new to him i said so you're gonna be fine just start talking to them they, they just don't want to lose you you're their son they don't care if you're gay they think it's cool and it just and you were was, right it's, yeah and it's been an amazing adventure ever since they're just i mean we loved his mom we took care of his mom until she passed and uh i'm still we're both very close with his dad and stepmom and we see them all the time and we vacation with them and stuff so yeah we we again we were really lucky it's just all about communicating and being honest with what's going on yeah totally now when you brought up like aids you know like back in the day i remember when that became like a thing you know nowadays they have like pills you could take ahead of time yeah um and stuff like yeah. how do you guys keep yourself protected are you using condoms when you fuck all these people are you not are you no. on the meds like what do you do we um we primarily we 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 have this company that we work with been working with for a thousand years now we have it down to a science called talent testing so it's talenttesting.com and um, when part of the process of meeting someone is, you know, they have to, you know, send in their photos so we can look at them, then a short video saying, hi, you know, I want to be in a video with you guys, blah, 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 so we can see we're not being catfished. And then we um, give them a link to talenttesting.com. We have them register with the testing site. And then we, you know, start talking to them for a while on the phone to make sure that, you know, that they're, they know what they're getting into and that, you know, we're compatible sexually. And um, then we get them fully tested and then we go and get tested with them and we all show each other our results. So everyone knows what's going on and you can, you know, have a good time and not worry. I think um, testing really is the way to go. Yeah, and I'm assuming that talent testing, like that's they probably use that in the porn things and stuff. Like that's like a thing, right? Is that how you found? Yeah, it? I it's mean, a right. big industry yeah, thing. Talent testing is the that's industry standard for both gay and straight porn. So it's you know whenever there is an outbreak on set, there will be um, a complete shutdown. You know they'll announce. You know talent testing will send out an announcement saying that you know we're putting a pause on all production you know, until this can be sorted out, this issue, it doesn't, it rarely happens, but it's, I think it's maybe in maybe 14 years, I think it's happened twice, but yeah. it is, um, you know, it, there are tons of affiliated centers all around the nation. And then there are the facilities themselves that are now on both the East and West coast for testing samples and then getting results. So, you know, we just went in yesterday to get our testing done and we, 
Uh, yeah, yesterday to get our testing done, and we have our results today. So that's the that's an amazing, amazing uh, step in the right direction for. Because I remember we used to have to wait two weeks. Wow. We would have to stay out because it took two weeks to um uh for a test to come back. And that's not safe because then in those two weeks someone could have done like you right. You just don't you don't know as yes, much right. Exactly. So Exactly. So now with the 24 to 48 hour turnaround, it's just been it keeps you guys safer. Great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and do people fly in from all over the world to see you guys? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we prefer to shoot with locals, you know, because they're, you know, right around the corner. They don't have to fly and, you know, it's easier. But yeah, we have, we we've had people fly in from Jesus, from Italy and Amsterdam. Amsterdam, Ireland, uh, Canada, and yeah, everywhere. What I want to know is if any celebrities, and you don't have to give me names because I keep everything on the yes. DL on my show. I am assuming yeah. you've gotten hit up by some big fucking celebrities, right? We actually have, we actually have, and speaking of the masked ones, the ones you can't see someone's face, we actually have a pretty major celeb. Well, now he's a major celebrity in one of our videos. And no, I can't say where, who, or when, but. You have to be, you know, <laughs> I know you can appreciate this, but you have to be careful with conversations like this because the first rule of Fight Club is to, talk, to not talk about Fight Club. <laughs> and so if we keep... If we keep talking like this about stuff, so the answer is yes. Yeah, I hear you. I don't out anybody. Like, I've gotten some emails from people like, I did this and this with this person. I'll be like, well, I won't mention names because that's like the whole basis of my show, you know, whether it's real people or celebrities. Right. I don't fucking out anybody. I would never do that to somebody. So I yeah. would never even press you for any more details or anything like that. I was just assuming, though, that you guys would get hit up, though, for sure. Yeah, the truth of the matter is, we could make buku bucks if I said who exactly, that was. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I would never, no, ever that's not cool. My integrity for something like that—that that would be so gross. Yeah, no, that that's so an, gross. Yeah, I don't believe in that. Like I said, whether I'm talking to a regular person that's calling up, like I'm—I know I'm not here to get anyone in fucking trouble or out anybody. Yeah. It's everyone's own business. That person obviously wants to remain on the DL, and especially you know, they're, if they're a celebrity, they have even more of a reason to remain on the DL, and so. How uncool would it be for you guys to blab about it? Like, yeah, there's nothing worse absolutely. Than that. Yeah. And you know what? Our fa our fan base would rip us a new one if we did that. I know. Yeah, it's ultimately. like the antithesis of being cool. That's why I said, like, I just want, I knew, I just wanted a yes or no, but I would never probe you on it because I, like you, wouldn't fucking out someone. I don't think that that's cool. You know what I mean? I wouldn't respect you guys if you did that either. Yeah. But I'm sure there's more than one, right? Or like, I don't know if that you did one. Three. I mean, there's, there's, three. there's three. Okay, three. right, right, right. Yeah. Three. Yeah, I would think because you guys are pretty famous. You're very fucking hot. I do follow you Thank on Twitter you. and all the time. Like, I mean, <laughs> if you want to see hot gay sex with hot men and it's like raunchy shit, you're in really good shape. You pick good fucking guys like the guys are hot, too. Right. I mean, because you do vet yeah. people. So I would assume that famous people find you all the time. Everyone's Googling for porn. So I would I assume yeah. that you got hit up for sure. Do you have guys that you see like off air that are just like local like guys you yes. side guys for you yep. guys that you have that don't want to be on but you like them yes we absolutely we have a couple we have some total smoke shows that we have to make exceptions for yeah <laughs> that can't that, that, <laughs> yeah that can't be on video but you know when you have someone like we uh, we have a actually you know we did shoot with him but we have a local guy that's just you know pretty fucking stunning yeah i mean pretty stunning and he just 
wants to come over and jump through hoops of us whenever we want, 24-7. So it's pretty funny. It's pretty, it's kind of cool that we can do that. And now what is local for you? Like, why don't you put that out there so in case anyone listening wants to, you know, drive on down or, you know, sign up to maybe fuck you guys. Like, where? what is local? Well, we, li- mean- we live, we travel between um, Salt Lake City, Boston, and Miami. Oh, okay, um, great. We're at our Utah place right now. Yeah, we're in Utah now because the summer, spring and summer here is just unbelievable. And we have a cabin, so we uh, try to hang out here most of the summer. And we're in Miami a lot in the winter. And holidays, we go to Boston. Oh, okay. So so depending on where people hit you up or where they are, you schedule them into whatever city you're going to be at that time. Exactly. Now, are you seeing people like around the clock? Is it like, you know, because no. you have a lot of content. I mean, that. yeah, That's like so it's... funny. I know. Right, right, right. People think we have, we're like an old lesbian couple. We're in bed by like 11 o'clock. At night. <laughs> <laughs> we don't go out and party really. Uh, right. Well, you're yeah, businessmen. We I mean, listen, you can't be that successful if you were just like a oh, party central, right? Like, yeah, you guys are having sex, but there's a lot that goes into you creating that content, posting it. Like you said, the titles, everything. It's like a fucking business and it's hard work. Like you guys are businessmen too. It is a lot of hard work. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, a lot of people don't know it. It gets, it gets daunting after a while. And, you know, people think, oh, we're fucking back to back. We just, it's not possible to fuck back to back. Right. And also to edit all the content and produce it do all the testing and, you know, chit chat with everyone. And then in addition to that, have an actual life where, you know, yeah. like he's a, he's a nutrition coach and, you know, I, um, I, I collect vintage uh, mid-century modern furniture and flip oh, cool. in and I, yeah. So we do kind of our fun stuff on the side too. And we like to go to the cabin and do outdoor stuff. And so it, it's, it's a balancing act. So For no, sure. we're not having 24 seven orgies, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> and you couldn't be, like I said, you wouldn't be as successful, but you keep that balance of having that personal life too, which is important. Do you guys ever want kids? Do you think? Uh, I don't know. I, at the top of my head, I immediately say yes, because I fucking love kids. Yeah. I, I, I have a ton of nephews and nieces and stuff and we yeah. both love kids. But for me, uh, just so many like wacko religious fundamentalists, psychos that you know if we did have kids they might think that you know we put them in porn or some fucked up shit or or exposing them to that Mm -hmm. i don't know whether they would you know could wrap their heads around the reality that you know there is a separation between the two you can be a loving sane adult and take care of kids and also be an adult performer yeah yeah yeah. you could like sex and be a good for dad (laughs) yeah just so just the idea of someone coming in and potentially um taking a child from me that I raised that was in love with and stuff. I don't, I don't know. That's, I would love to do it, but I don't know if it's a reality here in the United States. I think, you know, we both have big families with lots of kids and I think that is fulfilling enough, like, you know, to be a part of those little ones lives and stuff. And so, you know, much like we were saying about, or you were saying about balance and the importance of it, you know, we host dinners with family and stuff. So, we're involved in a lot of young people's lives that are family members. And I think between that and we have a dog that we're completely whipped over. So, you know, I think we have, we have, I think we're meeting that need, you know, because you're, because to answer your question, yeah, we both want kids. We do. It's just complicated, but I think that because of our family situation and, and the makeup and we have so many that 
that we are fulfilled in that sense. Yeah, I totally get it. But I would say this, like, first of all, you're guys, right? I mean, you're not like a woman. We're born with our eggs and they're as old as we are. So there is like a time limit for women. Nowadays, everyone's like freezing their eggs, which is smart. But for you guys, I mean, you know, if that changed five years from now and the world was different, and you felt like you could do it. You, you ca- could, you know, your sperm is like good to go at any age and I'll tell you this I had a baby at 46 in the most unconventional way I use a surrogate I'm a single mom I live in New York City and I like you loved fucking kids I was always babysitting every kid because I just like to hang around them and like having my child was like the smartest greatest thing ever and I did it really old and it's like fucking keeps me young and so if you ever change your mind to do it you would never fucking ever look back and regret it like I said I did it very unconventionally and I never think of those things like that I thought of beforehand in my head because the actual reality of the child and the love and what you get from it just you know everything disappears that you think of you know what I mean yeah I agree and I think it's wiser I don't know if it's biologically wiser but I know it's it's wiser to have someone that's got a few years under the belt to raise a kid who knows you know common sense shit and how to teach your kid to be a good human being you know that stuff you learn later on in life with experience and i feel like the older you are the better yeah sorry yeah true it's right and i mean you yourself by waiting you've lived you have a much better understanding who you are in this world yeah and that you know that's something that's funny about Mormon culture is, you know, it's it's very much encouraged to have babies and a lot of them really early on in life. And I, I know I've met a number of women that have done that, that have nine kids and they're maybe in their early 30s and they're really not happy with life, you know, because they they haven't had an opportunity to live it for themselves yet. So they understand themselves in the world and they're just bringing up kid after kid after kid. And it's yeah, I think you maybe you did it the right way. No, 100%. Like, I always feel like, and for a long time before I had the child, I tried a really long time because I was older. And uh, my motto was always like when I walk past a bar, like, I'd rather be changing diapers. Like, by the time I had my kid, uh, the minute he went to sleep, I'm stuck in my house. But I don't care because been there fucking done that till I was 46 I was single freewheeling doing whatever the fuck I wanted to do and so I never once not even one day can I count on my hand did I ever feel like I was missing out on anything because I did everything and now the thing I love the most is to be a mom and I love my kid and that's like and it gives you a whole brand new fucking life it makes you younger it's just like only because you guys said you do want it like am I pushing it but I'm like I just can't tell you enough how great it would be if you did ever make that decision I'll tell you one thing that i look back at that yeah. i thank god my parents did to me yeah when i was a young kid like seven or eight my dad who was a an alcoholic used to take me to aa meetings like once a week oh, he would uh-huh. take me to meetings and he basically brainwashed me against drugs and alcohol and i didn't touch my first uh, drop of alcohol till I was 21. I didn't uh, smoke weed till I was 23. I've never done any hardcore drugs. So the one bit of parenting advice I know works for sure is when they're young, yeah, warn them about drugs yeah. and alcohol and yeah. addiction. 
for sure. Yeah, I'm a sober person. I've been sober since I'm 34. And my son knows, you know, he knows that I don't drink. He knows that other people can, but he doesn't. But like, I talk to him about that kind of stuff. And I think, like you said, that's the wisdom that you bring to the table when you're older and sure. So so listen, you guys, you guys are fucking great. People are going to love your stuff. Like I said, I mean, you guys are hot. You get hot guys. You're, you know what guys (laughs) like because you are guys that like fucking sex. You know, it's that kind of a thing that I think people are going to love your content why don't you give a shout out to all the places that people could find you and like the place where people if they want to sign up to see you know be on film because i have a big audience now so just like give all those shout outs yeah i'll put the links in the description too awesome well the main site is maverickmen.com it's m-a-v-e-r-i-c-k men.com and that's where you can do your um model submission information or you can actually write us directly. We respond to everyone. It's um, um, Cole and Hunter at maverickmen.com. Yeah, that's the email address. And then we on, have on the website specifically on Maverickmen, there's a link right at the center of the page that says come play with us. They just click on that and then they follow the prompts to send us their information and pictures. Then if you're not really into us, but you do want to do videos and you do like some of the other guys that we shoot with. You can also um, submit your information to uh, maverickmendirects.com. And you also on Maverickmen, you can leave comments. We love to hear what people have to say. I approve all the comments because I don't like to foster drama on the site. So you can leave a comment under any video. We have tons of free videos uh, on Maverickmen as well, full length as well. So that's so where people a, could a, see your stuff, correct? Is right yep. there too. As so well. there's maverickmen.com and maverickmendirects.com. Okay, cool. I'm going to put both those links. Great. And then you know our Twitter at the Maverickmen. Yeah. So I'll put your Twitter, I'll put your two websites and your email. That's that's where they could go to if they want to sign awesome. up. All right. Awesome. You guys right. were great. Thank you so much for coming back on and telling your story again to me. So I'm- nice, Kat. So nice catching up with you again, Kathy. Yeah, congratulations on your success. You and deserve your amazing it. son. He is going to grow up to love his mommy so much. He's the best. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you guys. I love when you guys were talking. Do me a favor, you guys. Can you send me a couple pics for my Patreon? I have a Patreon where I, I post pics for my my people over there. So send me a couple pics of yourself to include. Yeah, I'll text them to you after we hang up. All right, awesome. You guys are the best. Good luck with everything. Congratulations on your engagement. Thank you very much. And good luck. If you ever have a baby, let me know. Bye. We will. All right. (laughs) Bye, you guys. Bye. Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening.
Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.